Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the series on water heaters in your home. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen, the warm one. Hey, and we're talking about hot solar energy today, right? Yes, we are. With water heating? Yes, we are. I'm excited. You know, solar is is the new thing. Yes. And you hear quite often, uh, depending on which website or which radio ad that you hear, you can get all kinds of different sorts of information. Right. And we're going to separate the fact from fiction be aware as we talk about this that you know there's very much a lot of difference between geographic areas i mean if you're living in washington where it's cloudy and raining i'm I'm about to make the washington people all mad at me (laughs) but uh seems though i've already done that let's go down that road you know you do need the rays it's it's not just indirect daylight that powers the solar Yes, you do. Mm. Whereas if you're living in maybe the desert to maybe the Midwest, Utah, Nevada, you you got sun a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you're living in Florida, you got sun a lot. You and, do. And so those become better places for having a solar type system. Okay. And what about the direction of the house? Maybe you're going to get to this. Does it need to face... Ooh. Does the back side of the house need to be facing south? This is why I have her here. Besides <laughs> the warmth. Good, good question. So basically, uh, as the home inspector, what I notice is that, uh, and this makes perfect sense, the roof is going to age a lot more rapidly on the south and west facing slopes, and that's because it sees more sun. Right. So that's where you want to put your solar system. And um, I've heard it's best on the south, just, right. just because of the way the sun sets and in the winter and summer. because we are in the, the northern hemisphere. Oh. And so the sun is always going to be to the south. And, yeah, in the, in the morning, and it's just going to swing that arc. And so you're going to see more sun as you, if you put that on the south side. And the thing I didn't really even know, maybe that's because I didn't get a high enough degree in science, (laughs) but the sun drops down in the winter, so it's coming in those windows when you want it to, but then in the summer, it stays higher in the sky, and and so it works. Yes, it's going to work summer and winter. I know some of you already know that, and you're thinking, oh, dumb blonde, but... Yeah. But some of us didn't know that. But she's a beautiful I have to represent the dumb blondes out there once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> all of those people out there listening. All, all two of them. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to be using some numbers in this segment, but with the caveat that they are rough numbers, because it's going to change very much depending on the geographic area that you're in. Exactly. So don't consider these numbers to be gospel. But let's start with what energy.gov has to say. Okay. Your standard costs, according to energy.gov, are about $400 to $500 per year for a water heater that is gas-fired. Okay. And if you do a solar system, you can reduce that. Again, it's by a percentage, and and we're Mm -hmm. going to be talking about those. Typical monthly cost for a natural gas system, according to another source, is going to be 16 to $30 per month. Electric is going to be 25 to 42 If you've got a tankless system, it's going to be uh, about 11 to $15 per month. 
if you've got solar, you can, and if you're completely solar, you can eliminate all those numbers. Mm, okay. So at maximum, if you're comparing it to the worst case scenario, maybe you've got $42 per month for an electric water heater. That's about uh, $500 per year. And so then you can calculate your own paybacks on a solar water heater system. But, but how much does it cost to install the solar to begin with? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not even going to begin to go there because that number can change from area to area, from year to year, from contractor. And depending on uh, how much solar system you put in. So, for example, I would not want to try and compare a 40-gallon unit to one that has basically the equivalent of an on-demand system. Okay, so there's different qualities in that even. Right. Another way you could do it is, is a lot of homes actually have, there's an 80-20 rule that applies to the heat costs in a home. Mm, 80% of the, of the heating is going to be usually just heating the house, where 20% is the water heater. Oh, okay. Another way to do it is... Now that you're talking for solar. No, that's that's actually for gas. Oh, for gas. Oh, yeah. okay. And that's a good point. What I'm getting to is how to arrive at how much you are actually paying for your hot water. So oh, that you can right. I've always wondered system. that. Yes. So another way to do it, and this is probably the easier way, is you wait until the middle of summer where the only, elect or where the only gas appliance that mm -hmm. you're using <laughs> is your water heater. That's right. And and uh, when you do that, then you know what's going on. Unless there. you've got a gas stove. Yeah, if you got a like, gas stove. And you're cooking a lot. Yeah. But it gives you an idea. You know, you can you can kind of compare that number. And if you've got a gas stove and you're not cooking on it every gas day. Gas dryers. Then, right. You can get an idea of, of how much you may be saving as you're going with a solar. Go to the laundromat for a month and then you can... <laughs> <laughs> Eat out for a month. <laughs> yeah. Again, according to energy.gov, your standard costs are four to 500 per year. And if you go with a partial solar system and rely on gas as a backup, you can usually cut those numbers about in half. Wow. That's not bad then. So two to 300 per year, save a couple hundred dollars a year. And again, that's if you're going with a half and half system or a primary solar with the gas backup. But how many years do you think it takes to recoup those costs? I mean, you're not giving numbers on the solar installation, but uh -huh. just give us an idea of how many years. Let's use a number. Let's say $2,000 for the, the solar system. Is that reasonable? Is that... It's ballpark. Okay. And... Of course, there's tax advantages that you can do. Right. But let's just come up with that $2,000 because it's a number. And we're saving about $200 per year, so your payback is 10 years. Mm, okay. And that's what? Uh, just in my head, that's probably about a 6% rate of return. Probably better than your bank will give you and probably worse than a good money manager will give you. You might feel green. But keep in mind, I've heard that creating solar panels actually takes a lot of energy. So you may be saving the world. You may not be. Yeah, you also do have some maintenance and repairs on solar panels that also will fit into the equation as well. How much trouble can they be? Are they, are they mostly trouble-free or are they kind of a pain? You know, most of the ones that I deal with, they are not that much trouble. You know, most of them that I deal with are newer. It is a newer concept, at least here. And so, you know, we don't have solar systems that are 10, 15, 20 years old. So uh. we can't really speak to that yet. Mm. It's hard to know how long they'll actually last then. 
Yeah. Now, uh, if you decide to go with a bigger system, one that's going to maybe heat your entire home, you can easily spend $10,000 for a solar system on the house. And how long does it take to earn that back, I wonder? You know. 20 years, maybe? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm not against solar, by the way. I'm just analyzing the costs here with Garth. (laughs) So we've got, uh, according to the websites that I've looked at, you can have a a 10 to a 30-year payback. Of course, the solar contractors are going to tell you that it's 10. Some of the third-party websites that I go to that look like they seem to know what they're talking about are closer to 30. Um. And... Again, depending on how you do it, sometimes it can be 50, 60, which basically means this is not about the payback. It's about feeling green. So maybe if you stay in your house forever and you make sure you check out, though, the kind of energy it takes to create those solar panels, if it's really about being green for you. Uh huh. I'm, I'm not green. I'm, I'm red today. <laughs> and I'm blue. Yeah, what I w- would like you to gather here, solar is great. Let's say that you live out in the middle of a forest and you've got a cabin and you just don't have access to power and water and all those things. Solar is going to be your only that choice. That would be awesome. Yeah, then you can do a little bit of power. Mm-hmm. You can get a little bit of heat. Solar is what you're going to want to do. So again, a lot depends on who you are and where you're at and what you're trying to accomplish. But let's make that your mansion, Heidi. So you have a mountain cabin. I have a solar mountain cabin. Where the entire uh, south face is filled up with solar panels. Ooh. And are you happy with that one? I am. Doesn't have to be in Bora Bora? Nope. All right. I'll just leave there once a year and go to Bora Bora. All right. No Bora Bora for you. <laughs> Come back time. to my cabin. That's your mansion. <laughs> All right. HomeMedicUSA.com. And as always, be yourself because everybody else is taken. This is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Oh, we get to talk about emotions today, Julie. Woohoo! This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite essential oils, and it is our specific blend called Cheer. Oh, I love Cheer. It is so amazing. It promotes feelings of optimism and cheerfulness and happiness. Who does not want to feel that way? I think you live on Cheer. Oh my gosh. All I know is if you're going to do any of the projects for Homedic, you should probably be using Cheer. If you'd like to know more, go ahead and contact us at naturalsolutions at homeeticworld.com.